0: I want to thank Sari Solomon for arranging the Zoom. I want to thank all those that are here presently. It's interesting, on a day that Klal Yisrael is sitting on the floor, that still so much beauty of our people is brought out today. There's shiurim, there's so many shiurim so many people getting together, pushing to grow, to develop. their people, we're sitting here together on a fast, and we're thinking about Avelos, Chuva. It brings out a day that our nation is sitting on the floor, that this morning we were sitting on the floor, and morning also brings out how much we didn't fit on the floor. It didn't look right. It was pointed out in any place people were sitting on the floor, were people who don't look, it doesn't look right. We said in Eicha Hishlech Mishamayim Eretz Estferes Yisro, the glory of the Jewish people was thrown to the floor. This morning, Revezi described to us during Kinnis, the Kleisenberger Rebbe, how he looked in the concentration camp. This elevated, beautiful, beautiful person, and it just was striking such a yid such a malach, such a gorgeous human being, amidst difficult situations, Recording in progress, it actually highlighted, it actually highlighted the difficult situation, how much it didn't fit, actually highlighted the backdrop of what was to what who he was, highlighted his own preciousness in a weird way, us sitting on the floor highlighted how much we don't belong on the floor. It just—it was so obvious we didn't belong there. Our preciousness. I want to try for a few minutes. I want to speak about something. Teshuvah has avelus. Avelus is the—I don't want to even, i don't want to say the word art because it's natural. We focus on the lack. And we mourn that which we're missing, and, and we're capable, and it's important to notice what we're missing. And we spent a lot of last night and a lot of this morning mourning and, and recognizing lack and chesaren. We're very, very good. We're amazingly positive people. There's nobody like Klal Yisrael who's been through the history we've been through who would look like we look like today. We're an incredible people. And through difficulty and through challenges, both personal and public, we push through and we create. And nonetheless, it's important to get in touch with that which is missing. We don't want to be pretend. I would give the visual of a family that lost a loved one. So, to sit in misery their whole life wouldn't be the point. They would certainly, certainly with great positivity, they would build something beautiful. But they're also in touch, they're also in touch with their lack. This morning, Revesi spoke about the Kleisenberger Rebbe. He said something brilliant. The Kleisenberger Rebbe lost his wife and 11 children. His wife and 11 children were killed by the Nazis. And this hero, this big person, this giant, he was a Rebbe, he lost his whole chassidus. Everybody he ever liked, he didn't just lose his family, he lost his family and anybody else who would be second place for support, he lost also. And Revezi said something brilliant, Revezi studies gedolim and sadikim he read a lot about him, and what he said is accurate. The Kleisenberger Rebbe rebuilt he rebuilt tremendous things. He made a chasidus. It's known in Kleisenberg, the chasidim learned shas. The Rebbe pushed. Mifala shas. The Kleisenberger Rebbe has hundreds of young light, Hundreds learning through shas. And the Kleisenberger Rebbe was a big pusher of Mifala shas. Built a beautiful the beautiful chasidus. The Lineado hospital that's helped hundreds and hundreds of people. The Kleisenberger Rebbe built. In every area, Torah, Chesed, Tefillah, in every area the man built. Or as he brilliantly said about him, is a man who felt his sar. He didn't just strengthen and ignore. He was very aware of loss. He was in a lot of pain. The Kleisenberger Rebbe lived with tremendous pain. The loss and that which is missing, he was keenly aware of. It wasn't an energy of just ignore, pretend, and then you could build, become like this tiger, this unfail, unfeeling tiger, but you'll build. And a human being's capable of ignoring reality, but I'm not convinced you'll build beautiful things. The beauty of the Kleisenberger River represents the beauty of our nation. We're very in touch with void. We're very in touch with void. And yet we build, and yet we build, and not yet we build, even because we're in touch, because we feel and we're in touch, we're very in touch of what was and what should be. And the lacks and that which is missing and that which we grapple and struggle is not lost on us. It's never forgotten. And Tisha B'av is a day that we speak and we've spoken. We've sat in the morning. We've sat last night and we've contemplated loss. But there's another task to Tisha and the other task is, it is a tainus. Avelim, don't fast. And fascinatingly, it almost doesn't fit. The not wearing shoes makes sense. The not washing makes sense. We're mourning, we're thinking about lack. So there are many, the fact that we don't greet each other, that we're not giving warm, that's probably the biggest inuit, to pass by people people have traveled long distance to come up and we're not we're not being warm we're not greeting each other we're not because we're focused on void on lack on the alone there's something missing there's something not here it's interesting a greeting from a friend fills up tremendous voids don't forget that and it's important a greeting is so you could feel on Tisha B'Av, we know how important I'm going to greet people much better after Tisha B'Av. Because it's so... The Chassan, the chasen came up today. Yoel Grossman, I've been waiting for him all summer. I see him today. So painful. Yoel! Ah! No, no. It's Tisha B'Av. It's Tisha B'Av. He left. He left. He does not feel how much I love him. He won't even see this. He's traveling some. And the Chassin left and I couldn't hand him because today we're getting in touch with void, and in some ways the Shalom Aleichem it's very powerful, but it also can cover up some void that on Tisha B'av we want to be in touch with. For our construction and for what we want to make, we, we fill the voids in healthy and good ways. The shalom Aleichem is a very healthy way. But on Tisha B'av we're in touch with void, and the halachas that we are living and keeping are very fitting and makes sense for people who are in touch with void. It very much frustrates me when people say we're not Shaykh to I have found it to be a remarkable day so far, and we're not in touch with void. Have we become so pretend that we're not in touch, that we want more, that we feel a little empty? that of course we have connections and relationships but we want them deeper and better and more and always have we become so pretend so so certainly Tisha B'av is a day we're shy to and certainly we've spent a lot of time on void but I feel like in the afternoon as the day goes on there's another part of the day that has to be expressed and has to be focused on also, and that's the tshuva component. Because it's a fast also. And I want to say fasts are brilliant. Many youngsters have have asked, asked me, asked each other, asked themselves, like, why do they institute fasts? Like, what's the... Of course, Rabbi said, we have different parts to ourselves. We have different parts. And our body and our guf is massively important, massively. We can't put on tefillin without our body. We can't light the Shabbos Neyros without our body. We can't sit in a sukkah without our body. We can't observe. We can't not do malacha. We can't make kiddush on Shabbos without a body. The body is wonderful. The body is huge. But we always have to make sure that the Eved is controlled by the Adon, the Neshama. The body shouldn't dominate and take control. Fasts are brilliant. Fasts are, it's true, we're thinking about food a little bit, we're hungry. But we're saying to ourselves that there's other parts that we want to focus on. There are other parts to ourselves. Our body's important and we're going to care for our bodies very, very much. We're going to feed our bodies and bathe our bodies. But today we're not eating because we're making sure that there's another part that's in charge, and we're telling our bodies, not yet, not yet, we're gonna feed you and take good care of you. But there's, we're empowering another part, and the tinness is a yom tshuvah, is a day to recalibrate our system, to make sure that the soul, that the neshama, that the sechel, that the elevated part of the person's in charge. And as such, we tell our body today, hold steady, I'm gonna take care of you, but I don't wanna be dominated, you don't dominate. And the Seichel, they made a day that the Neshama, it's not a physical, it's not a very physical day, young times. There's something so cool that our Chazal took a day of mourning lack and made it a fast. If we would have been at that meeting, I wonder if we would have said to Chazal, like, why do two things at once? Make a day of, of you know, the, of, of, a, a day that will be built around void and lack. And we would eat on that day. There's nothing to do with anything. We'd eat. And then a yayim tainus, maybe the day after Tishabab is a yayim tainus. But no, no, no. Tisha B'Av is a yayim tainus. There's something profoundly encouraging about that. It's encouraging is because there's what we could do. A tainus says that we could do something. There's void, but it's built, and recognizing the void but it's built with the young Tainus is there things we could do. To help fill those voids, there are things we could do, and that's the Tainus. And the whole three weeks are bookended by two and two We started Shiva Sevetamas and we end Tisha the two And as such, I want this afternoon, everybody's pushing to have a tishabav, to have to have a Tisha and to have a day of a time that we get in touch with that which is missing and tainus and a day where we try to rectify and fix. What I try to do, what I think it's, it's, it seems to be to me in the halachas of the day, the ikkar of the avelus is in the morning. Look, we're sitting on chairs right now. Everybody's sitting on chairs right now. We all put on our tefillin. By mincha. we put on tefillin. So we put back our glory. Lack, this morning we took off our tefillin. This morning we weren't this morning, we didn't wear tefillin. We were very in touch with Void. We couldn't put on our tefillin. My son asked me, said, Tati, why aren't we wearing shoes? Yisrael Mayer wanted to know why we're not wearing shoes. So I said Yisrael Mayer, Shoes are, a human being is very powerful. And Hashem gave us a world to dominate. He gave us a world to utilize in his service. And shoes represents the next most powerful thing to a human being is an animal. And we take the skin of an animal and we wrap our feet. Does anything express man's domination over the world? That Hashem, we're powerful and a man has the capacity, a human being, a man or a lady is given the world, Hashem's precious world, to serve him. And the world, the human's tremendous strength his tremendous, what I, we, every single morning in the brachas, we say, Shem does all my needs. He gives it all to me. And we're taught that it refers to wearing shoes. We have in mind, Shem is shoes. Why shoes? I mean, there are plenty. We're doing fine today without shoes. But shoes represent you take leather and you wrap your feet. And then you walk comfortably, represents the world handed to men. And a human being's control of the world, the human beings' status and position in the world. On the day of Tishabov, we were thinking about void and lack. We're not feeling so powerful. We're not, we're not putting on shoes today. I told you, Sarrel Mayer, today we're thinking about not about our power and our strength and all that we have. Today we're mourning. We're missing a lot. We're chaser. We're chaser. We're missing a lot. There's a world. You know we have we have gorgeous seder. Our Pesach seder is magnificent, but we're missing the carbon Pesach. Right in the center, it's like such a hole in the seder. It's awkward. We're missing. That's all represents. There's more. We have good. We have such nice moments. A beautiful Shabbos beautiful learning but We have so much disclarity, so much confusion. We have moments, times, we mamish, we sing a song and we feel, but we have a lot of moments we don't. And on Tisha B'Av we're in touch with a lot of void, a lot of lack, and as such we didn't wear shoes. So all those halachas, for certain we, we've kept Baruch Hashem, but we're fasting today. And we're fasting is the lesson that to all the lack and void, there's what we could yet do. There's what we could do to fill the voids. And after chatzays, I think it's Kedai, and what I try to do personally, and together with the Chavura here, and we're on Zoom as well, the Zoom ilum as well, what we'll try to do after chatzays, now that today we've gone back to our chair, we're still keeping, we're not greeting each other, we've gone back to our chairs, We've put on our tefillin, is we're going to try to focus on shuvah, on that which we can fill. And I want to share, one of the kinnas this year hit me. I cannot. In most years I try to speak on many of the kinnas. This year it was over for me by kinah. The first kinah we read, like, it captured, it, it caught my focus. And I had trouble moving on from Kina Yod aleph. It was Kinna Yod aleph. I think it was the second one this morning that we read here. We read of and then we skipped to Yudalov. And the Kinn, I want to share what captured me and I want to say a message to everybody here. I want to say a message that I think could be something that we could bring to our lives. An attitude, a difficult attitude, but we could bring it to our lives, all, this, all the circumstance of our lives I want to share something that's hard, it's easy to say and it's hard to live, but it struck me. The Kinna Yud Aleph is probably as we discussed this morning, it's probably the most, I I think it's fair to say that it's the most important Kinnah we said today. I say that you have to back up. You can't say dramatic statements and not back up, I back it up because the (laughs) Navi instituted that kinnah. I don't say he wrote it. What we have is Pashtus Rebbe Lazar though it's debatable. It's debatable. There are different shitas who wrote this kinnah. But for sure the Navi Yirmiyah Institute, and some of the words were taken from Yirmiyah Navi. The great prophet Yirmiyah the great Navi Yirmiyah Navi instituted this kinnah. So it's certainly it's the earliest kinnah we have. This side of Echa, maybe the most important thing that we read on Tishab is this kinnah. Of. Now, if we were writing the history, it was a tragic period in our people. Two kings in a row. Do you understand what that means? The most powerful Jew is leading Yiddin astray. Tragic. The position that's meant to enlighten, to encourage, to uplift. A melech is meant to uplift the Ummah. To raise up David Melech Yisroel, David is Levava levavaham. His heart is the heart of a nation. The king is in a position to uplift the nation. Do you know the backwards world that the Melech Menashe Rasha? He was a Rasha. He did shuv at the end. The shuv at the end. He, he, he fixed a little bit. Menashe not a shuvishleimah, but Menashe led the Yidin, the heart of the nation led us astray, he led us to Avoid the Zarub. And then his son did the same. You're talking about a period of Mairidika Hester. Tremendous difficulty and challenges, tremendous distance from Hashem. And amidst these two kings, Menashe has a grandson. His grandson's called Yeshua. And Yeshua became king very young. His father was murdered and he becomes king at a very young age. That's how melucha works, it goes father to son. And when he's 26 years old, in the 18th year of his malucha, he has a Cyrus of tshuva, he has an arousal. He gets aroused to do tshuva. He has a Cyrus, he's awakened to tshuva. And the Navi, Yermiya Navi says a kinu, he says a, a eulogy, a wailing on this sadak. He discalls him, he compares him to Rabbeinu. He says, Mimaisha like, Laikam Kamayu. That's a crazy line. That's in our world to say that, that's wild. Laikam Kamayu, Mimaisa Viktor. Whoever wrote the kinnah, Jews across the world, yidn in any place they are, said that this morning. That yeshiyo from the days of Avigdor, nobody came like him. No, since Moshe Abenu, there hasn't been a leader like him. And I want to say something, that from the ashes of struggle emerges the greatest things. That amidst, amidst all this difficulty, one person amidst difficulty, mired and steeped in generations of difficulty, it emerges a Yeshio. And it's akin to we read and speak about and think about this great, this giant. And I want to say about all the difficult situations of our life, all the difficulties of our life, that precisely from and through difficulty, great, great things have happened in our history. And I think it's important, the attitude wise, we all face challenges in our life. It's an It's an island of challenges, a world of challenges, but the word nesayan, the word nesayan besides to mean challenge, it means, Nisayan means, means miracles. And challenges produce miracles. Difficulty and struggle and difficult and dark times produce miracles. They produce The word nas and nesayin, that it's the same word, challenge and nes, miracles, miracles are people who live above nature, they don't just go with the flow, that's a nace, a miracle. People who don't just go with the flow, they're not just what was yesterday is today, Yeshua was a nas, and his nesayin produces his nace amidst generations mired in rebellion, Generations mired in Hester Panim, emerges a Yeshayahu, emerges somebody who gets the moment, who overcomes the moment, who actually utilizes the moment to get tremendous care Hashem. It's interesting, we discussed this morning how little it took that one Pasuk, he saw a Pasuk in the Torah, he said, One Pasuk. One Pasuk spoke, went deep into his heart. It struck yashio in a deep way. He did tshuva himself, and then he brought the entirety of our nation from, from one end of Klai Yisrael to the other, to tshuva. And I want to say the attitude of difficulties. This is a world of challenges. There's a lot of Hester, Panim, it's Gullus. They're a world of challenges. And I want to say if we can but recognize that challenges our opportunities to be heroes. A nisayan is an opportunity to create Nisim, to overcome, to go above our nature. Every nisayan says that the Stam is, we're in our nation, let's look back to our birth. On the day of tshuva we gotta go back to basics. We wanna go back to who we are. We come from Avram. Avram comes from a society that was corrupt from a family that was living distant from Hashem, a community living distance from Hashem. And from within that situation arises a neis, arises a miracle. A person who goes against, defies what was, what should have been, and he creates a neis, he creates a miracle. L'malamanateva, above his nature. And the story of all our travels and all our struggles is Hashem is giving us and begging us and allowing us to produce Nisim, to create miracles, to rise above our nature. It's putting us in all different situations and there's one nation on earth that's a nation of miracle workers. We're poyle Nisim, we're, workers. We're, we're miracle workers. People that are asked, People that are asked to create Nisim, to rise above our nature. I think if we can have an attitude amidst challenges, there's difficulties in our life. There's Hester, there's, there's all different struggles in our life. But if we can work, miracles. All of us are here, all of us are here, have grandparents or great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents. On Tisha B'av, I think a lot about my Oma. My Oma was 16 and her world was killed. Her world was ended, her parents were killed, her tata, her mama, and her siblings were nifter. And I think about Oma's choices alone. This This was a girl who had a beautiful family, didn't have the opportunity to go to yeshiva, she went to public school. And this young lady, this young girl, 16 years old, alone in the world, a brother she only discovered later on, and she built. And she built, and today there are a couple of hundred of descendants, there are hundreds of descendants from this one person, all from loyalist Hashem. She produced Nisim. Right. Amidst challenge, amidst Hester, amidst darkness, amidst unclarity, she found clarity and produced Nisim. And I want to say to us all that all of us face difficulties. I want to Talk about the fasting part of Tishah Our capacity amidst difficulty to grab onto some clarity. There's a yid, Rabbi Stern, from Imre Bina, is very close. To, was very close to him. Remarks. He was a tzaddik, beautiful person. And Rabbi Stern introduced many of us. He was an incredible, incredible human being. We were Zayche, that his is, step-grandson learned in the yeshiva many, many years ago. Lives in Baltimore today. Benyamin Moss helped. is involved in Chinuch and helping many people. And this Red Marks, an incredible person, him and his wife, an incredible person, he's in Oilum Abba today, Rev. Marks. It's interesting. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. I was going... I, was, I went to Eretz Yisrael. we had that Shabbos together in Eretz in and it's hectic, it's a busy Shabbos. And I had the opportunity in the middle of the Shabbos to go with the whole, I try not to do other things, I'm there very focused. Usually when I go, I don't go to the Kaisal. When I go for that Shabbos, I'm focused on being with the guys and the guys being together. There's a focus, I don't like split focuses. There's a mission. I get on the plane. There's a purpose. I want to be with Vigy Benayim. I want to be with Michal. I try not to do other things. So, because that I'm there for a purpose. It happened to have been then that Rice Stern arranged that with all the chevrut we could go see Reb Marks. We can go see this big tzaddik. And I cleared. I cleared. I didn't have my hat on me. I didn't have my hat. You visit a big tzaddik. There's a lavash There's a chesid a There's a levosh. You visit a chesid a shayid at tzaddik at Talmud Chacham. So I cleared for a second. Like maybe I shouldn't walk in. You know, you come. You're expected. You garb. I don't want to be pagan in his coven. <laughs> I, end, I, end, I, I was too tempted. Right? Stern spoke about him a lot. And I had heard about this tzaddik. I needed to see him. So I went in without my garb. I could tell you the way he looked at me. If I came in my tank top, I should have been wearing my tank top and shorts. He didn't, I've seen Sadiq like this. He loves Yidin. He loved Yidin. He didn't notice, it didn't make one stitch of difference what I was wearing. It's interesting. Revezi said this morning from the Kleisenberger Rebbe he said that he misses one thing from the Holocaust, from the Shaya. He misses, can you imagine? The man lost 11 children, lost his wife. The man lost his entire world, all his chassidim. And he said he misses something from the shaya. The man, who wasn't a funny person, was a very serious man, a very driven human being. He said, I missed something from the shaya." He said, I missed on the death march. I, I, we held arms, all the yidn, as we're walking, Everybody was liked each other. Everybody was equal. He said none of us had beards. Pet, none of us had anything. We all were the same, and we held arms. We locked arm yid and yid. And he said, "I missed that. That all yid and had a love for each other." Rev. Mark, when I went in to to say it was like funny that I cleared for a second. I'm not wearing my hat. He wouldn't. He didn't get. He saw me. My hat. My levush meant nothing to him. It meant zero. I can't. He saw a person, the validation I felt from meeting, tremendous love I felt from that Sabbath. He spoke about the Yad Hashem that he saw in the Holocaust. He wrote. I had somewhere in my house, it could be I still have writings from him. And he wrote the Yad Hashem, the tremendous hands of Hashem he saw amidst the herban Yaraipah, amidst the whole tragedy. He wrote the hands of Hashem. And he then built a life, he was a tremendous Baal him and his wife, besides being a Talmud Chochem, him and his wife would have over, they bought a restaurant, and they turned it into a place of Achnas of Sarkham. and every Shabbos Suda, his wife had been a high-powered lawyer, very fascinating shidduch, she had been a high-powered American lawyer, and she was in her 50s, she said, I want to marry a Talmud Chochem. Somebody said there's a Gerichas, she was an all-world American lady, at tzaddikas, wonderful person, i was to know her, and her husband was a Gerichas and she just wanted a Talmud Chacham, and then they had a tremendous marriage, these two tzaddikin, and they bought a restaurant, and they would serve, they loved Yidin, 100 Yidin would come to the Shabbos by them. He would speak about the beauty, the kindness of Hashem, he saw amidst difficulty, that's what he spoke about. That's a remark spoken about. And I want to say that amidst challenges and difficulty, could we find areas that we can produce Nisan? It's a hard attitude. Because when we face difficulties, we're in so much pain, rightfully, and we're not asking to be pretend. But amidst challenges, amidst Hester, amidst worries, could we find the beauty? We're zayich, we're part of a chavre. We see so much beauty around us. How many guys look around the room? How many guys amidst challenges, difficulties, tough things stood up and see how much beauty exists in this room right now? And I ask everybody on Zoom and everybody on person, could we resolve this of to say and to try to dig deep amidst difficulties in life? We face challenges and we'll feel but can we ask ourselves and find it within ourselves to say, how can I produce Nisim? We always daven for miracles. Amidst we need a refuel, we daven for miracles. Amidst Hester, we daven for clarity. Can we also say to ourselves, let's produce miracles amidst challenges. Yeshua arises from challenges. Yeshua is given birth to from two generations of Hester of deep difficulty Emerge as a Yeshio, emerges somebody who said amidst these difficulties I can make nisim. So my first my first message and request from the Khevra from us all on this young Tiny is to resolve in a world of challenges that we're gonna ask ourselves going forward amidst challenges. What nace? Where in this situation can I make a miracle? It's difficult, it's shver, there's darkness, but what miracle can I create? How can I rise above my nature? That's request number one. And we ask Hashem, we'll make miracles, Hashem. On this young tinus, we're committed in our own lives to produce miracles. So Hashem, we're asking for the ultimate Nais, son Nais, raise that flagpole, the We'll make Nisim, we swear, we promise we'll make Nisim. We're gonna rise. We're gonna grow. We're gonna create. Nisim, the Kleisenberger Rebbe. We learned this morning when he was shot with a bullet and gushing, he said to Hashem, "I'm in pain. I'm gonna build a hospital. I'm gonna make a hospital. I'm gonna make Yedid not in pain." He made a miracle. He was zayiched to rebuild. My Oma was determined to raise a from family. She was determined. She loved Yiddishkeit. She loved Hashem. She was Zayche. She made Nisim. A lone girl, alone in the world, married a from Yid. Raised a from family. She made Nisim. Hashem made Nisim for her. Tremendous gula. She was Zayche to. So I say on this tish above, let's resolve, let's be inspired from Yeshio. Let's be inspired from the Kleisenberger. Let's take Hester, a bullet wound, turned into a hospital. Naira. The Kleisenberger's bullet wound turned into a hospital. You know how many Yosemim and Almanis, Rav Salomon, helped? You know how many Almanas he helped? His bullet, his wound, turned into so much healing. He made Nisim. The Teva of going through difficulty is to become bitter. It's to become a cynical, bitter person. But he didn't do that. He did the opposite. He made Nisim. His difficulty, his hester became something beautiful. He turned the fact that he was once a Yassim, And he said, I'm gonna make almanas, and he helped many and many Almanas, Riv Matisseyul Salman. We had uh, two brothers in Yeshiva Yasim. Rid Matasiya, one of the busiest people in the world, a Yosem called him up to come. Come for Shabbos, you're in. When he was Bataikfi, when he was well, a Yosem called you're in, come for Shabbos, of course. Made Nisim, you're too busy, impossible. Man's travelling being the whole world wanted a piece of Red Matasiao's Alm. A Yasim called up because he was a Yasim when he was younger and he felt the pain and he made Nisim might be the Teva of the world might be you go through difficulty to become hardened, to become tough, he became soft. He said, Fakirt. A Bachar and Yeshiva, it's very meaningful that a guy in Yeshiva told me this pshat. I want to share pshat. Avi, I want to share, I've, I've been to uh, be changed. My life was changed, I'm a Waterbury kid. I was changed, I entered the Waterbury Yeshiva and I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle, I'm like between, I've graduated 10th grade, I'm starting 11th this year. I'm in the middle of 11th, I'm going, I'm looking forward. And I was changed by the Yeshiva and a guy told me a word that I've seen guys in the yeshiva live, and exactly what we're saying, turn difficulty into beauty. Turn Hester, turn challenges into something special. From that place of this clarity, anybody who struggles knows from that place you can produce something. Gallus can produce something. gullus produces the heroism of Yeshua. Gollus produces a Kleisenberger Rebbe. Amidst difficulty, one can find the beauty. At. Everybody, just go into a dark room and see the power of a light in a dark room. It's epic and it's strong. And Gollus can produce that. A Bachar told me the following word. I was once speaking in yeshiva and I learned the Gemara Baba Kama with the Heber. The Gemara Baba Kama says that kolom bad chavere. Whoever davens for his friend, and you need that very thing, you get answered first. So I said to the chevra, I can't, could you imagine a guy who has no kids? You know the tsar of not having children? The loneliness, the neighbors, mazel tov, tov, you live in a community, your friends are having children. You know the loneliness and no child is coming? The pain of not finding a shidduch. Guys 28, girls 27, they can't find the shidduch. They're looking for a mate. They're looking for a spouse to build the yiddish a shtub, to build the yiddish home. The painful, I can't find the right match. Painful tsar gadol. I said I can't fathom that somebody amidst such challenges kadavim, for somebody else. I, can't, I, I want to understand that prayer. Shem, I'm thinking of the person. I, I can't imagine. What are they saying to God? I, I'd love to listen in. Shem, I beg you. Th- th- think about the 28 year old who doesn't have a shidduch. I get it. The married guy is a mishpacha. He says, Shem, I beg you, give my friend the shidduch. I plead with you. My friend needs a shidduch. It's delightful. The married life is wonderful. A partner. A partner who shares your values, the beauty of marriage, awesome marriage. A friend like no friend, every other friend is but a weak example of the friendship of marriage. Hashem, please be mezaka, my friend, my lonely friend. That prayer I hear, what does the prayer look like of the guy who has no shirach tabning for his friend to get a shirach? Hashem, I beg you, he should... He should what? amidst the loneliness, how could you even do it? That's what I asked. So I said, somebody's so big to do such a thing, you get answered. You're so unselfish. So you get answered, that's what I said. I'm happy my sister's here. I'm happy she should hear what Abacha taught me. He changed my life. Abacha said, you missed it, baby. You didn't understand. Pshat in the Gemara, Baba Kamer, wrong shot. I thought shot in the Gemara, the guy is so big. He had the delay. He forgets his own tsar and he davens for somebody else. So I said, "He's to He's so big. Hashem answers his prayers." That's what I thought, Avi. A bachur in yeshiva said, "Debbie, you don't understand. Changed my life." And I, the bachur said it, but many bachrum have lived this. I've seen it lived in my life, and it will really define better what I'm asking, Avi. What I'm asking the chevrin, a said, Rebbe, you have wrong pshat. He, I thought I learned good pshat. I learned the Gemara Baba Kama, beautiful Gemara Baba Kama. I learned it the first time in tenth grade. I had a wonderful Rebbe. My friends and I we finished Baba Kama, and I an amazing Gemara. And I thought, as that tzaddik Yaakov, good pshat. No, for your friend. You had the very same need, so you're such a big person. I, I, it's, not, it's wild. Baruch said, you have, it wrong. you have it, wrong. He said, I don't get out the married guy, Kadavan, the other guy. You don't know what it feels like. He said, chavei Is making miracles. He's in Tsar. He's the Kleisenberger Rebbe with a bullet wound in him who said, I'm building hospitals. I know what pain feels like. I'm the one to say, I want to heal human beings. He said, <laughs> saying that I understand if Hashem put me in this situation, then I'm actually, util- not despite, I have my own thing, but despite, I- no, 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 I know what it means to be lonely. I'm going to make sure people are less lonely. That's why I'm lonely. The Hester itself can produce... I'm lonely. Oh, do I know what it means to be lonely? He becomes a davener for other lonely people. It's not, the, it's not fighting himself. It's not he's in so much pain and he like bites his tongue. He said, "Rebbe, you don't understand the attitude of the Gemara. It's not what it's saying. It's not saying like you. It's not saying the guy bites his tongue and somehow forgets. He davens because he's aware of his own sorrow. He's aware. He lives in his sorrow. That's what brings him to prayer. The very difficulty brings him somewhere. He feels the pain. So then he davens, you picture the prayer. This Bachar didn't understand how somebody could pray. If the, how do you pray? It can't be the same prayer. And of course, he makes miracles. He takes the situation he's in precisely and uses it for the betterment of others. So who then makes miracles for him? So Then he's taka in the miracles. That's what I'm asking, Rabbi Say, that to take the difficult situations, the challenges of our life, and ask ourselves, what hospital can we build? What can we do? What Kiddush can we create amidst difficulties? It's not just about holding on. It's not just about surviving. It's not just about healing. It's about asking amidst challenges, amidst Hester, what Nisan, what light can we shine? What light can we shine? That's... That's the first message I want to say. The second thing, I want to close, I want to close, I want to sing something together, Rabbi So We've been singing the whole three weeks. We've really been singing it since Shavuos. And we were pointed to a song where we ask Hashem, please make our prayers sweet. We ask Hashem, That our prayers should be sweet to Hashem. And I want to say like this, what I say. My kids, one of my kids had a friend over and they were both drawing a picture. And then they showed me the picture. And I'm going to be honest, it's the only way to be. My kid's picture was so ridiculously delightful to me. It just filled me with semcha because it was my kid's picture. And the other picture I had to work on, was a wonderful person, but it wasn't the same. I had to be nice, say, my kid's friends over, but it wasn't my kid's picture. That's how life is, I'm on matatos, my kid's picture is delightful. Your kid is so cute and precious. And I wanna say that's the relationship we ask we want from Hashem. It's not X and O's, I've been a good boy, somebody asked, my wife and I were listening today for a few minutes. Somebody asked Reb I like him a lot. He's a brilliant Talmud Chochem. Somebody today, I listened to him for six minutes, and one of the minutes, somebody asked him, does God love better Rebel El Yashiv Reb Chaim or Yid who's sinning? Do you know he paused? He said, I can't answer the question it." But he said, I would like to ask you, he said, you're a parent, your kid going in the way that gives you nachas. He said, and the kid who's struggling off the dirt, do you like one better than the other? He said, I ask you. He said, I admit that the kid who's struggling, there's a lot of tsar that's mixed into your love, but your love is untainted, but there is tsar there. And the kid going in the way, there's just love and there's no tsar. But I ask you, do you love more, one more than the other? Hashem has a tremendous love of us, and we get into a game that's very, very unhealthy. Hashem, I've been a good boy. I'm doing better. I beg you, Hashem, love our prayers. We want the relationship of a father and a son. We just want to be close to you. We want to be close. We want to be your children. We want to be your children that you get excited, that you just love our pictures, that our mitzvahs are exciting to you that our mitzvah was just beautiful. Trust me, somebody could draw a lot better than my kids, but I like my kid's picture. Every parent puts the kid's picture on the fridge. That's not all to make, it's not psychology. Like your kid will feel good, because your kid's picture is better than a Rembrandt. Your kid's picture, I don't care how good Rembrandt draws, I like my kid's picture a lot, a lot. Rembrandt doesn't go in my fridge. Yisrael Mayer's pictures do, because they're so sweet. And thoughtful, and zis, and nice. It's my child's picture. And we ask Hashem, please Hashem, let our prayers and all our avoid to be sweet to you once again. We want to live as children to a parent. We want to live with a tremendous closeness that our actions are beautiful. We want our lulav to be precious to you. We want all of our mitzvahs, we want to live as your children. We're going to make a Kabbalah, we ask two things to live as your children, to live in that state of your children. So we first spoke about taking difficulties and making, making something special out of a difficulty. The second thing I want to ask is we want to live as Hashem's children, so see the next person as Hashem's children, child. I had a, mice, a guy who was trying to close the yeshiva down, he was calling the government repeatedly on the yeshiva. And a difficult person, a struggling, a wonderful person who has deep challenges in life and deep struggles, you can imagine. And I wanted a Davin against him. I wanted a Davin, Vilam and I wanted a Davin. And I started learning the Sugyu. It's a Sugyu of Moisir Dinai Megamaras. It's very, very strict to daven against the Yid. So I was looking up the Sugyu's. They're times your ladder. I was looking up the Sugyu's. One thing I ask you. One thing I, st- I, I I came to: if a guy's if, if Rabbi Ross's son chaps you, you say Rabbi Ross, right? You love Rabbi Ross. He's crazy about you. you say Rabbi Ross, Rabbi right, Ross, the kid's bothering you. My son, your son's bothering me. If you don't chap it's his son that he's crazy over, that he's in love with. You're, you're missing something. Whatever you say, just chap It's his son. A Bachar today came to me, another guy in yeshiva is keeping him awake. I care so much that he's being kept awake, but I also care a lot about the noisy guy. They're both my children. They're both. They're both banim. They're both children. And I want to say that in wanting so badly that loving relationship with Hashem, our prayers and all our avoidance should be magnificent to you. should be delightful, your kid's prayer it's your kid's picture. It's beautiful. All our however frail, however out of the lines, the picture should be wonderful. So I want to commit that I'm going to see the next year as your kid too. I'm going to see. I'm going to see Hashem Tzolcha. Hashem gives back what we give. If I see the next Yid as precious, Hashem's child. When I was thinking about davening against this guy, it occurred to me. Even in cases you're allowed, but remember, you're davening Tashem about his son. There's a certain way you'd speak. To somebody else, you go up, that jerk is bothering me. To the father, you say, I know he's so sweet, your son. He's just a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> you'd come, you'd push it, you'd have a certain akara. So I'm asking that we remember that the next person, let's be mechavit. Let's show great dignity to every yid. Let's be mechazic, stronger and better. I know I'm speaking to a chever that's good with this. It's one of the most important questions we're asked after our lives. (laughs) Himlach t'cha Did that you make your friend a melech. Let's treat the next person, everybody across across the lines. Let's treat the next person like a melech, like a precious person. Person who's, who's a child of Hashem. And we ask Hashem then, return us to Tzian. Let's get back that loving, beautiful Begalu. It's there anyway, but let's live with it. Let's have it full time. So I'm going to ask if we can close singing this prayer with our two commitments. Our commitments to take difficult situations and create Nisan, miracles, create wondrous things, and Kiddush Shemayim amidst difficulty. And our second... Attempt that we're gonna look at another yid better. The son of Hashem, an important person, every boy, every girl. We're gonna look at in a better way, in better eyes. And through that we ask Hashem, we're gonna look at your children, precious. Look at us that way. Look at us that way. Like all our pictures, all our Avaida, however frail and feeble should be delicious and delightful. Hang it on your fridge and appreciate it. Ravazi, can you start with Sayyariv, please? Hey. We say, I see a say, I say, I say, I I want to I wanna close, I want to close by saying that there are many different emotions and we're capable of many emotions. We've been singing a lot, Lama Lanetzach, It actually fascinates me that the same people that sang, Avi, to me it's remarkable. We asked Hashem, why do you seem to forsake us? You seem to just leave us and we cry out and feel a lack. and the same people that said Lama Lanetzach also said, we quoted Yeshua's words, we said, That Hashem is right, I have work to be done, I rebelled. And all the different emotions that are in us are all very, very important and powerful. The sense that we want Hashem, and the sense and the part of us that feels we're very good people, we're beautiful people. How can a Kleisenberger Rebbe be in a concentration camp? How can people here be on the floor? How can how can this Bakr suffer with anxiety? Is a loud question. I don't understand. I don't understand. We're allowed to ask. We're allowed to ask, and that's a part of ourselves that's been expressed on Tishabhav. And has mourned and felt lacking and even Ask, la netzach, malke, ask those words. But we have all different parts in ourselves. And we also have parts that say, Hashem ki We also have parts to say we have work to be done. I want to say that it's, it's appreciated to be with such a chevra that's going on such a journey and, and, and checking into all the different emotions. I so appreciate that you and I could sing together we could sing together Lama Lanetzach Kohenu. we could sing that together, and we could also sing together songs of hope, we could also sing together songs of tshuva. We're capable of, of feeling all the different parts of ourselves, all the parts have a place in de Hashem. We should merit speedily in our day. We should merit to see a restoration of our Ramas Keren Yisro, tremendous upturn, in the beauty and the dignity and the pride of a Yid, we should see Yidin emerging with tremendous beauty from difficulty. We should see people shining, building hospitals, building, forget hospitals, there shouldn't be any hospitals, building beautiful Bate Midrash, Bate Kinesia, his beautiful communities. We should see Taka Sanes, through all the Nisim that Yidin are making and will continue to make, Hashem should Sanes, raise the flagpole l'kabitz goliyaseinu, to gather us together again. And we should live very, very openly and very powerfully as Hashem's people, as the nation who feels a tremendous, tremendous bond with Hashem that we experience and live and are in touch with this overwhelmingly powerful bond with Hashem should be speedily in our days. Thank you so much. (laughs) sing all that. We definitely. what we're gonna do let's at seven to nine we're gonna do first song. I only wanna wanna make sure that happens.